This is Anacostia Unmapped, and I'm Katie Davis. A lot of people in Anacostia grow up just a few blocks from the home of Frederick Douglass. Some live across the street. They know the power of the house. Frederick Douglass's books are still there, his writing desk, and the violin that nurtured the brave and brilliant man. In Anacostia, it is the inside of the house that anchors many residents. Our story this week is from Jason Fuller. In Anacostia, people talk about the house on the hill, Frederick Douglass's home. Home to a man who was born a slave and who escaped. Frederick Douglass taught himself to read and then fought to free others for years. After he died, the house was cared for by relatives, then made a national historic site. There were a few decades in between where the community took care of things. Here's Sandy Allen, a resident for 73 years. When I lived on Marsh Road, Frederick Douglass' house always had uh, a big yard with fruits and vegetables in it. really wasn't a farm, but they had the, the pear trees and the, and the orchards, more or less. Believe it or not, we used to run down and take as kids and, and pull the uh, pears off the pear trees. And my brother and Arrington Dixon and his brother all belonged to the scout troop that met in Frederick Douglass' house. I can visually feel and see really being in the house. I can even remember being on the bed upstairs. I'm assuming it was his bed. I'm not sure which. But th- those kind of things are in my mind. I'm Arrington Dixon, born and raised in Anacostia, a native of this community, still live here. I grew up on Shannon Place, uh, 2407 Shannon, and now I live at 2401 Shannon Place. So it's across the street. I'm in a home that was built by one of the first three black police officers in 1914. So we used to come here uh, because there was a Cub Scout pack that was uh, run by our then mother, Mrs. Parham, who was the caretaker of Douglas's home, this home, and these grounds. And we used to come here and spend lots of time, one, having a good time with meetings and, and projects, but also engaged in, in cutting grass sometime and shoveling snow and uh, even uh, getting into the building itself and jumping up and down on the bed and maybe even breaking a few things in the process. But in those days, we were young, you know, eight, nine years old, and we didn't really realize really the significance of the home and, and Douglas. Uh, I also was uh, really blessed because within this troop, which I had to get a special dispensation to be in because I was a year too young, but I used to hang out with my brother James Dixon, uh, uh, who was 23 months older than I and his friends. So they let me come in until I became old enough. And we were we had here, we had uh, many people who were part of this. One of them was uh, Freddie Gregory, who was the first black astronaut. It was James Strickland. There was uh, Marshall Hawkins. Uh, who's now a, a musician, and Strickland was a, a very accomplished man in the Air Force, and many other people who did a lot of outstanding things uh, as they grew up. And a lot of it came from the grounding, I think, we got here in both the Cub Scouts and in the ground as we walked on that where Frederick Douglass is. Arrington Dixon, Cub Scout and lifelong Anacostian. Thanks to Jason Fuller for our story. Anacostia Unmapped is a project of Finding America from AIR, the Association of Independence in Radio. We have support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And I'm Katie Davis.